Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Monday, April 29. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. Could you say that any quicker? I thought that was a reasonable case. I thought that was, I mean, I speak quickly. You speak It's clearly. Monday. We've got to get going. Yeah, I can tell. it's the beginning of like, the week. <laughs> stuff to do. <laughs> See, now I'm going to start doing no, it just, say. I'm going to start doing it as a joke. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Before long, I'll forget why I started I doing know. it. It won't even be a joke. Would it be, <laughs> will it be innovative? <laughs> It'll just be this thing. <laughs> be an innovative life. It's an annoying thing that I do. Yeah, no, you won't oh, even know why. Just know. I'll have dementia and have no idea why I'm constantly talking about what You'll day You'll be like a little is. rat on a, on a wheel, like, and I'll say, why are you doing so quickly? Yes. I don't know. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. We should pray, please. I'm going to pray. All right. <laughs> Heavenly Father, it is wonderful to call in your name. Lord, it is just beautiful today for Monday, and I want to thank you for the opportunity for school and for work and for life and for all the things that start today, and I ask for a blessing, blessing on this passage, blessing on this moment, a blessing as we just pause a little bit as we reflect on who you are and all that you call us to. Be with us in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, New Living Translation today. Yeah. It is Isaiah 43, 1 through 7, and also Isaiah I was, 43, 18 I was trying to say this the 19. other day. What were you trying to the say? The way you say Isaiah, you say, I, I can't say it. How do you say it? Isaiah. Isa- I can't yeah, say it. Because you're English and so you say Isaiah. <laughs> I was trying to but say. I don't say it that way. Yeah, I don't think Isaiah. I say it it's like you said it just there, but that's fine. It's Isaiah. <laughs> that's exactly how you sound. Uh-huh. Okay, the first subheading is the Savior of Israel. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, do not be afraid for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you were precious to me. You were honored and I love you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. That's really cool how he says, but forget all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's in, he sounds like an Italian. It is nothing compared to what I'm going like to do. Like Italian he gives Matthew, a, gr- like, a lot of detail. Forget, forget about forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of good. The New Living Translation, forget about it. Okay. <laughs> it's good. All right. Sorry, I got carried I like away that there. translation. That was yeah, nice. it was pretty good. Um, I saw you. I, still I saw am. you did kind of like a remod there with an eye, and, and when you came to the whole, others were given in exchange for you. 
Yes, because I think that is super disturbing. I traded so, their lives for so yours. So let me get this right. Who are the others? I don't understand what this means. You're comfortable with Egypt being given up as a ransom, but you're worried about one person being given up as a ransom. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're he like, means. I gave I'm okay Egypt. with the whole country gave being given up. Gave it to who? I, but, I don't but even know what that means. But when you gave it one person... I gave if you. I don't know what that means. All, I think all the passage is saying here is that you're valuable. Why don't? But why? You can say you're valuable without saying things that, if they're without not saying, factually true, then I why say up, them? I give up something valuable. I gave for you. Egypt. Yeah. Who did you give it to? <laughs> what do? You, what does that mean? It's good in practical terms. Yeah. I, I don't understand what it means to give trading. Tr- trading what? I traded Egypt well, for you. It's to nice. like the devil? Okay, here's, no, what? no, 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 well, no. Who, no, who would no. require teasing, the I'm trade? It's, he's talking about what at, in, at the time of Isaiah, that other guy that you're talking about. That's fine. You can say what it your was the most? What was the most valuable lands? What was the most valuable empires? What was valuable? And so he's, talking, he's saying, look, I give up the empire of Egypt. I will rescue you. I would give up something that's valuable. So what's valuable around okay, the lands? Okay, I think there's that's more to it than that. Yeah, but all right, okay. I'll accept that for now. Okay, here we go. Question for today. And oh, great, Tim. Uh, Pastor Tim Gillespie has now written another epistle for a question. It's a whole paragraph. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I like these though. These are yeah, fun. Yeah, they're fantastic. How can you use design thinking to impact your spiritual life and your church? What principles can we learn from God as he moved history and finally placed the incarnated Jesus into our reality for our salvation? How has God been constantly reverse engineering our lives in order to let us know that he will continually innovate in order to grow the kingdom for and through us? Wow, <clears throat> I don't. Great. I don't know where to start. Okay, so first of all, I think we should probably just define design thinking. Yes, let's do that. And, and I should encourage you just to read the Daily Walk because this might be Tim, a good one to actually read. Yeah, it would. And it I mean, actually they're does, all good to read. Yeah, they're but... all great, and that will actually help you understand design thinking. But design thinking is basically this: it's like, uh, and Tim uses this great illustration where he talks about uh, an architect uses design thinking where they start off with a house. And they have an idea of the house and then they go backwards and they engineer everything to build the house. So God has a solution. Uh, The solution is, the salvation is through Jesus Christ. And so then he reverse engineers everything and masters everything to bring back the foot. The, the plan of salvation through Jesus Christ. So all he's saying is, and he kind of puts this question inside here, reverse engineering well, our lives. How is that reverse? Isn't that just engineering? That because, you have something in mind and you build it? Yeah, it's a goal. But why is it reverse? Well, because you, you start off over here and then you go backwards and you start to build everything forward into it. So it's just having the end in sight? Yes, Okay, does Goal anybody driven. ever not have the end in sight? Do they just start building, having no idea what they're building some, or why? Some Who people, would do that? <laughs> some people do not have design <laughs> thinking really mashed out well. Okay. Yes. So I think and I think we, we do. And so how can you use design thinking? So you think about that as somebody's life, life. So that would mean that God has some sort of idea for what kind of a person he wants, say, you or me to be. And then we already have become some kind of a person and that's not it. Oh, so then he's, ooh, I like this. He's kind of throwing stuff into our lives to change us in ways so that we more closely resemble 
Oh, the yes. model that he had in yeah, his mind mean, to begin with. You mean with. he would like us to be happy and he'd like us to grow up to become. Well, I wasn't saying that it was a or, bad thing. Yeah, I was no, just I actually trying think, to I like understand it. what yeah, that means. That's exactly it. It's, well, you're it's, saying it all sarcastically, no, no, like no, no, I was no. dissing the concept. No, no. Which I was not. No. Um, I think that's exactly it. Um, it's and, and I But think, see, here's the thing. I, I don't know that I believe. Uh-huh. Well, no, this is a this is a good thing. You're going to like this. I don't know that I believe that God is micromanaging everything that happens in order to um, mold us into the kind of people he wants us to be. Because that requires that God really does throw these awful things into your life, etc. You know, that really nasty people tell you, oh, this has happened to you to make you stronger or whatever. You know, that they're trying to be yeah. helpful. And I just, I don't know. I don't think... That I believe that. I guess even if it's true, I don't think it's the kind of thing that you should say to people. There's a difference between God throwing things in and God working through things. Yes, but I mean, this kind of implies like the the engineering. The engineering of God is the plan of salvation is Jesus. Yeah. And so Genesis 3.15 is the plan of salvation outlined through Jesus Christ. And that is the design thinking inside there. And then the call of people, the call of Abraham and Moses and all these characters calling them, and, and they have a choice to respond and say, yes, I want to do it, or they say, no, I don't want to be that person. And they they get to be part of this plan to help to navigate and tell the story. I have, I have a question for you. Do you believe that every person has to hit some sort of crisis point in their life, kind of a version of rock bottom, that they have to do that in order to, to grow or to, I don't know. In order to what? Did you say to paint? paint? Paint. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what you mean by paint. Well, I was just thinking about this. Funny you mentioned that because I was just thinking about this the other day. What is it that causes us to to decide to to do something? Um, it often it's either is it crisis? Is it desire? Is it vision? Is it dreams? What is it that causes us to actually shift or make a change in our lives? It's almost always some sort of a crisis. And crisis, and then if you listen to people's stories, it is. And and usually, and usually, when we look back on people's stories, we admire people who actually overcome those crises effectively. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize the time. And so that that's actually it is kind of interesting. Isn't the it? time was all taken up just reading the question. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, we let can let the, the audience, the listening audience, can talk more about this on their own. Absolutely. I'm going to just repeat the question. How can you use design thinking to impact your spiritual life in your church? Oh, I really wanted to answer that. What principles can we learn from God as we moved, as he moved history and finally placed the incarnated Jesus into our reality for our salvation? How has God been constantly reverse engineering our lives in order to let us know that he will continually innovate in order to grow the kingdom for and through us. Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.